for me, waking up with no alarm, my husband, he wakes up every day at like 4.30, grabs our dog so she doesn't wake me up and walks away. So it wakes me up, you know, and then I go back to sleep. But it's like that freedom. I don't have to be anywhere in the morning. I don't have to put some clothes on and go somewhere. We both work from home or wherever we are, right? And that's such a sense of freedom and abundance. And because I start my day feeling abundant and appreciating what is and I open you know our windows and we see golf course and green and pool I love those things what do you love what makes you feel happy to be alive what makes you feel that sense of freedom and when you have that clarity on what abundance is then you get to start appreciating what is Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today I am joined by Petya Kolobova. Yes, her name is hard to say, but she is one of the most amazing souls. And you guys, today we're going to talk about three ways you can create more abundance in your life and business. She is the host of the Unapologetically Abundant podcast. And it was such a beautiful conversation because Obviously, just the way that the universe works, we were connected in a random way, and yet we have so much in common, and we talked about all the ways that you can create abundance in your life. You guys are going to enjoy this episode so much. Y'all, I'm super excited for today's episode. I am joined by a beautiful soul. I was actually just on her podcast, and we were jamming out, and it was one of my favorite conversations. Petya Kolobova is joining us. She is the host of the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I know you guys are going to want to check that out. Thanks for being here, girl. I'm so excited like to keep this going. The conversation was so good. I'm like, oh, we're already wrapping it up. So I love that we'll come and serve your tribe, too. Yeah, absolutely. And I know they're going to get a lot of this. You know, I wanted to talk a lot. Obviously, you're an alignment coach. Everything is about abundance, empowering people, living their best lives. And that's definitely what I am all about as well. And today I wanted to talk about abundance and how to create that. So maybe we can jam out on like your best three practices. Obviously, my audience and my community probably knows what I think, but I'd love to get your perspective on three things that can create more abundance in your life and business. But before we do that, please, introduce yourself to this community because we want to know all the things about you. 
I love it. Thank you so much. I just love your energy, you know, and how enthusiastic you really are about everything you're doing. Like, I really am. Choosing to do, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. So like you mentioned, you know, I'm alignment coach. I focus on abundance because I truly believe abundance. It's not just the money, but it's the way we're living the life and living a rich life, which is, you know, what I'm really focused on. And it hasn't started this way. You know, when people look at me now, like I'm in, and, and we talk about it, right? I'm in very like loving, rich relationship. I'm traveling the world. We're having fun with my husband. I built multiple six figures business too. And it's so fulfilling. It's like a soul, you know, coming from a soul, but I'm coming from a very small town in Czech Republic where you cannot see abundance you know, unless you're really, really, really deeply searching because there is a lot of scarcity, scarcity of time, comparing yourself with others, thinking that the rich people are people who are either working crazy hard or are taken away from others. And so I had to like invest decades into my own personal growth and writing those stories on really recognizing what abundance and success really means to me versus what other people thought that it should be and look like, because I, I checked all the boxes, Christina, you know, I, um, I did all the right things and it still didn't feel right. You know, I went to the school, I traveled the world, I got married, I did fitness competitions. I was working for a corporate and was acknowledged and highly paid there. And I still didn't feel happy and fulfilled because I was so focusing from the scarcity of like, I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving. So I was always like outsourcing that worthiness, outsourcing that happiness. And I love that you share on my show that your life started to change around the age 27, 28, which I feel like, you know, for those who like astrology or ever like heard about it, when you were 28, around age 28, the Saturn is in return, meaning the planet Saturn, it's going to be again an exact spot that you were born. Saturn shakes things up, like it shakes you up and doesn't let you settle. It's like very, very strong. And I see it in my life and I see it also in my clients, 28, around there, I feel like it's like midlife crisis for women when we realize we don't want to settle we don't want to live how we are living and that's what happened to me so i got on a path of personal development spirituality got divorced you know and focused on me and focused really on asking myself what success and abundance really is because i saw people around me to live a really good life and i thought that how can I do that? How can I be that? How can I enjoy life? So it's not just work seven days a week and just grinding and doing the things you think you should do in order to feel better. So, you know, coming into becoming abundance coach, I became the one that I needed on my journey, you know, and, and that's something why I feel like you and me were so driven because we embody what we believe. It's not like I read it in a book. I think it's cool, right? It's like we went through the thick and thin and through the trenches and really realized like another thing we had in common, you know, I went through almost two decades of eating disorder. Again, feeling unworthy, undeserving, unlovable. I was in toxic relationship. You know, you're blessed that you're with your husband 19 years. I'm with my husband almost five years. But before that, I really like I was settling on everything. 
on everything in my job, in my pay, in my friendships, in my relationships with what's possible for me. And that's why I truly believe that we get to redefine what abundance really is to us. Because for me, abundance is freedom, freedom to be myself, freedom to wake up whenever I want to wake up and work with people that I want to work, not because I should pay my rent, right? It, it sucks when you're doing things that you feel like, oh, I have to do this. I should do this. So true abundance for me, it's, you know, living a life that it's true to you, that it's fulfilling to you. Because for me, abundance, it's waking up without alarm and being able to be with my beloved one and traveling the world and say yes to the things that are having yes for me, whether it's you know, going to a beautiful restaurant or just stay at home and eat popcorn and watch a movie with my husband. I can do that. That's the true abundance for me. You got to redefine it for yourself. What is it? Do you want to live in a luxurious, beautiful home? Do you want to go to five-star hotels? Do you want to invest your money into clothes and shoes? Like for me, that doesn't turn me on. What turns me on are the experiences and being right. So in alignment there. Yeah, absolutely. I I take an experience over anything. I've said that a hundred times on this podcast, my husband could bring me home like uh, a Range Rover and I'd be like, awesome. Or he'll call me from work and be like, Hey, do you want to go for lunch? And I'll be like, Oh my God, I love you. (laughs) Yes. I, I feel it because I feel like the things they will come and go, but the experiences they move us. Yeah. They give us sense of aliveness. And that's what true abundance is. So, you know, like you were asking like the three steps for, you know, like creating more abundance. I feel like it all starts with realizing what the abundance is for you. Like I said, it will be well for us, Christina, it sounds like it's pretty similar. Yeah. But there are people and I really don't judge them. You want to have a Mercedes, you want to have a Porsche, you want to have a Louis Vuitton shoes. Like I, for example, absolutely love Lululemon for my workout clothes. It's, it's not like the most exclusive brand, but it's a high end, you know, like yoga brand. And I love it. And I won't cheat on them. It's like, that's what it is. I don't care. I pay hundred dollars for leggings and I walk away with the bag, you know, like you have two things there and you pay $500. It's so worth it. And it makes me feel amazing. So what is it for you? What true abundance really is to you? Like, Really define it for yourself. Forget your partner, forget your family, forget your business partners, your you know, co-workers, wherever you are in your life. What is it for you? What really makes you feel abundant? And again, the abundance, it's like the sense of freedom and aliveness. Because if you're in the scarcity, if you're still there, and it can be, again, it's not just the money. It can be time. It can be your worthiness. It can be your health. It can be your relationships. If you're in scarcity, asking yourself what abundance is, and you maybe never experienced it, right? Like, what is it? If It's like if I would ask you, what does it feel like having a million dollars? You're like, well, I haven't have it yet sitting in my bank account, right? Like, so it's, it's just like sense of feeling of freedom and aliveness when you are in that flow of I'm so happy to be alive mm-hmm. and for me waking up with no alarm my husband he wakes up every day at like 4 30 grabs our dog so she doesn't wake me up and walks away so it wakes me up you know and then I go back to sleep but it's like that freedom I don't have to be anywhere in the morning I don't have to put some clothes on and go somewhere we both work from home or wherever we are right And that's such a sense of freedom and abundance. And because I start my day feeling 
abundant and appreciating what is. And I open, you know, our windows and we see golf course and green and pool. I love those things. What do you love? What makes you feel happy to be alive? What makes you feel that sense of freedom? And when you have that clarity on what abundance is, then you get to start appreciating what is. Mm-hmm. Because the thing, it's like, it's so fascinating to me. And I completely understand, been there, done that. Women come to me to work with me and they're like, I want to make more money. I want to get more clients. I want to leave my job. I want to have more loving relationship. It's like, I want to more, 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 more. And they're complaining about their current relationship. They're complaining about their house, small apartment. They're complaining about their boss. I'm like, I hear you. I'm here and I hear you. And I know it sucks, but you can never get to a better place from a place that you're complaining about. You can't. So get clear on what abundance is. And then start celebrating the abundance in your life, even if it means for you right now to go to nature. Like nature, it's so abundant. You know, there is abundance of fresh air. There is abundance for most of us who are listening of fresh water. Like we just been in, um, my husband co-hosted event in Puerto Rico. They were raising money there because like the people, they don't have a water in their homes. They either then have none or something that I wouldn't even call water. It's like brown and nasty, mm-hmm. you know? And so we take it so for granted. Start celebrating what you have. Celebrate that you have a bed. Celebrate that you have a job that it's... I always say, even if you're in a job you don't love, it's a sponsor of your dreams. Yes, girl. So it's like, start celebrating what is. And, you know, I feel like sometimes people are scared that if I am celebrating what is, I'm settling, but you're not, you're not settling. You say, I want this or something even better. And while I'm going there, I will appreciate what is working, you know? So look for the things that are working, even about like your job, relationship, money, you get to start writing a positive aspect about it. Like your job can have a hundred things that suck, but I guarantee you every single day you go to the job, you can write three things that are good about it. What does it allow you to do, right? So get clear on what abundance means to you. What is it for you? Like really unapologetically. The second, start celebrating the abundance that already is. And the third, and I love that we have it very similar, take the inspired action. Like, what can you create? What can you do that feels like a heavenly yes for you? And it's a right thing to do too, because sometimes the, the things that are good for us, they don't feel good, right? Yes. They're right for us. Like, I always give like example, like I don't love brushing my teeth. My husband, he loves doing it. I'm like, I do it because I get to do it, right? Like we got to do it. But he's like, oh my God, I'm so excited to go and do it. It's the right thing to do in your business, in your life, in your abundance. There will be things that are right things to do, like redefining your relationship with money because money, it's a part of abundance. And many people who are listening right now, they're like, yeah, nature, it's cool. Changing a job, it's cool. But I want more money. I want more freedom, right? And the thing is that people say, I want more money. And when I ask them, what is your relationship with money right now? They're like quiet. You're like, what do you mean relationship? And I know we were never thought this. I was never thought this. Like what relationship? What do you mean? Right. But we say we want more money and we're ignoring it. We are using, I always say like, I used to treat my money as a booty call. Now I want you. Now I don't. Now I want you. Now I don't. Now I need you. And who I love that analogy. I've never heard that before. That's really good. 
But yes, no, I totally agree with all this. Keep going. (laughs) No, it's, I I made it up because I'm like, look, how am I treating my money? How can I dare to say I want more money if I cannot, I'm not a good steward of the little that comes because again, I felt unworthy and deserving. So I would go and into the shopping sprees and I would be like buying the most exclusive present to everyone, my exes, my family, my friends, you know, but not because it felt good, but because I felt when I give them, they will love me. Yep. Worthiness. Exactly. So it's not about what do we do, but why do we do that? Right. So it's like redefine your relationship with money, redefine what are you doing, how you're treating it. If the way you're treating your money right now, someone would treat you, would you be okay with that? Absolutely. That's, that's fantastic. I know so many people like, you know, personally and clients who have, I've worked with and even family and friends who look at it as scary, look at it as I can't spend it because it'll go away. You know, how can you expect to get more of something that you're deathly afraid of? You're deathly afraid of it. And you're stifling it because what I'm hearing now that you're saying, I'm afraid to spend it. And the thing is, I even stopped using the word spending money because I'm circulating money, you know, or investing money. Because when you think about the word and listen, I'm not no English major, right? I'm Czech and and you don't want to see my grammar. Uh, Thank God for Grammarly. But um, (laughs) the thing is that when you say I spent something, it's gone. It's done. Yeah, My money, when I invest it or when I circulate it, it's not gone. It's not like I invested in a eating out, in a traveling, in my team. I'm so thankful. I'm circulating it. So it's like when you're afraid to circulate money, it's not going to come to you because you're holding it under neck. Like here you stay sitting on my saving account. So I'm feeling safe. Money will never make you feel safe. It doesn't matter how much you have on your account. I remember You know, like years ago when I was starting my business, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could make $5,000 a month. I would feel so safe. Consecutive 5,000 months, you get them. And then you get 10K months, then you get 15K months, then you get 40K months. The numbers keep rising and so is your lifestyle and so is your investment, you know, and the things you are doing. So money, it's safe. uh, Self, it's not going to make you feel safe. Feel safe first, create the relationship with money and then you can have fun. Then you can invest money in the things that are having yes for you, you know? And it's not like taking money and just like frivolously just putting it everywhere into everything. Like there are things that I prefer, right? Like, for example, like I said, like I love Lululemon, right? I don't go like every week that I used to, but if I would like to have some new things, I will go and I won't feel guilty about it. Because even then we go out and we feel guilty and it's like money. It's like, I want to have fun with you. I want to play with you. I want to enjoy this time with you. And then you're feeling guilty. It's like you going to a date with your partner and you're feeling guilty about it. You're feeling ashamed about it. So really check in with yourself. What kind of feelings you're bringing into money? Where did you learn that? You know, it's like our family, Family, our friends, you know very often but sometimes it's also like unconscious and like getting into the woo it's like past lives hey y'all it's christina i just wanted to jump in here real quick on a recent podcast i mentioned that i have been on over 100 free discovery calls over the last year and i want to do the exact same thing in 2022 people often wonder well what do i get out of these calls men and women from around the world who are jumping on these calls are walking away from the calls with more clarity 
figuring out the mindset block that's stopping them from feeling really confident to make more money, feel fulfilled, and know what next step they have to take in order to decide it's their turn. So if you've ever thought about jumping on one of these calls, I would absolutely love to talk to you. So feel free to send me a text at 501 501- 222-3362. Text me the word call and we can book one of those calls or head over to the show notes and you've got a link to my website where you can book a free discovery call with me. I had a client who she's absolutely amazing, amazing painter. She's an amazing, incredible artist. And she always was like, afraid, like afraid to invest money into something, you know, she was afraid, like, and then she would go into like a sprees, you know, and then she would like feel bad again. And the thing is that we, you know, we had our session and what I had like download for her, what I saw was her past life when she was like a little girl sitting on a bridge and she was like scared for her life. So she was very unsafe and she brought it into this lifetime. So it's not even her parents. It can go so much deeper. Like it gets passed down, right? So it's just like really asking yourself, what am I feeling? Is that really mine? Where is this coming from? And I love what you said on my podcast. It's like, get silent. It's so important. We keep ourselves distracted. You and listen, keep listening to this podcast, but we distract ourselves listening podcasts, reading books. You know, I remember when I used to come home, Christina, I would like turn on the TV and I would turn on the music and I would go on online chats back then. You know, (laughs) I didn't want to be alone because you didn't want to be with your thoughts. Exactly. But now I'm like, just leave me alone. I'm good. I feel good. So get silent, you know, and really see and check in with yourself. Like the truth will come. It might not come for the first time, but it it will come when you allow it the space. So super important. So those are like the steps that you can start creating more abundance in your life. I love it. I'm just curious personally, and I know the audience probably is as well. So when you were younger, when you were having like the eating disorder, when you were in the marriage, you were doing all the things and you were just feeling so stuck because this is like a common theme. I'm sure it is with your clients as well. They just feel stuck, right? What was the first thing that you did that made that shift? Mm. So, um, and I know you were sharing your story and it's very interesting because my story was very, very similar. So I was also around the age 28 and my bulimia was very, very bad. And I was feeling defeated and exhausted and I didn't want to live. And when I was 18, I attempted for suicide, you know, and when I was 28, I was getting into the point with like, if this is it, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew something has to change. Because I, I knew that the second time I wouldn't fail in the attempt, you know, like you learn. Um, and so I was there and it was, a again, full night of binging and purging. And I was on my knees and I was crying. I'm like, something has to change. And I went online and this is a decade ago. So it wasn't as easy as now, like podcast and, you know, like million influencers who are speaking so openly. But back then I went to, you know, Google and I was trying like how to, how to be happy, how to um, overcome eating disorder and all these things. And thankfully I found Louise Hay. 
Ah, yes. I love her so much. And she literally saved my life, you know, a decade ago when I found her. And, you know, I feel like I heard about her before, too. I think my mom mentioned her books to me, but it's like you hear things, but you're not ready for them. But that night I was ready and I was desperate. I was literally desperate. So when I found her, I started to watch some of her videos on YouTube. And I remember on one of them, she said, go to the mirror and say, I love you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I won't. I don't. And when I said it out loud, it was like me having conversation with her. It hits me. I'm like, oh my God, I really don't love myself. And I'm expecting everybody else to love me. So I feel lovable. And that was like a huge, huge, huge turning point for me because I started binging on, you know, like everyone in her, like publishing, you know, like Dr. Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, Tony Robbins, Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, Gabby Bernstein, and all other people, they gave me what I needed the most that day. And those weeks and months, they gave me hope. Mm, They gave me hope that I can, I can have a better life that I can feel better, that I can feel happy. So that was like, I feel like the first step and the breaking point. And the second one, and I know it will sound funny, but it was a CrossFit. Because back then when I was in a corporate, my boss, she told me she would like pay for us because we had like across the street, they open up new CrossFit gym and she didn't want to go alone at 6 a.m. So she's like, hey guys, if you want to come, like I will like, I don't think she paid like 100%, but she like contributed heavily because CrossFit back then, like 10 years ago, it was exclusive, you know? So I started to go to CrossFit and it was like physically very, very challenging for me because when you think about it, all night of binging and purging, you don't get quality of sleep. You wake up and you're like so tired in the morning and all day I'm thinking about food and getting out of the office and buying more food, right? So I told myself like one day, just one, because I had to wake up at like 5 or 5.30 a.m. and then go to CrossFit, take a shower, work all day and, you know, then work on my side hustle as, you know, personal trainer. I was just so tired that I'm like one day, One day I'm not going to binge and purge one day just so I can go to the gym and feel better. So the days that I was working out the day prior, I wouldn't binge and it was very, very hard. But then I'm like, okay, let me do two days, three days. And then, you know, like it's just, it, it was like this beautiful snowball effect. I did CrossFit for almost three years and I'm so happy I did because it helped me. It strengthened my body. It strengthened my spirit and strengthened my communication and like collective with others because I personally like being on my own single definition in human design. So I don't need anyone else. I'm happy, <laughs> perfectly happy on my own. But um, it really, really helped me. So I really feel like those two things really saved me, literally saved my life. I love it. Our, our stories are so similar. Not the CrossFit part, but do you uh, listen to Abraham Hicks as well right now? Every single morning. At a girl, me too. If you don't listen to Abraham, it'll change your life. Oh my God. Um, quick question though. Do you think someone has to be at their absolute rock bottom? So Absolutely you ever- no. I absolutely no oh my gosh no yes. no 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 Perfect. and that's something that people think like oh you have to get on your rock bottom to get up that's a bs that's not true just realize that what you're experiencing in your life it's not life-giving fulfilling it doesn't make you happy and you can change so you don't have to be in 
toxic relationship. You don't have to be in a job you hate. You can listen, you know, sometimes the, I don't want to say the worse, but sometimes it's even more challenging when your life is good. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Good, but it's not great. So you're like, I have a good relationship. I have a good health. I have a good job. It's good, but it's not like, oh my God, I love it. It's not amazing. It's not great. And we have to stop settling for good. Sometimes you got to let go of the good for something great or something even greater. So you don't have to like turn your whole life around. But what I love doing with my clients, it's like sit down and write the biggest areas of your life. It can be relationship, health, finances, your career or your job, you know, and whatever it's important to you, like your faith or contributions, write those biggest areas and rate them one to 10 and be very honest with yourself. You don't have to show it to anyone. If you want to share it with us, you can share it with us on Instagram, just tag us. But it's very important for you to get super clear. You have to get clear and honest with yourself. Nobody else is watching but you. So write down one to 10 and then look at the areas like 10 being like, oh my gosh, I absolutely love it. This is an area of my life that it's amazing. One, it's like, nope, this, this really, really sucks, right? And look at like one or two areas of your life that you feel are the lowest and focus on that. What can I do now? What can I improve? What can I change? What can I renegotiate? It doesn't mean like if your relationship is good, like Petya is telling you, go get divorced and find yourself a lover, right? It's not that. I'm saying if it's good, how will it make you feel even better? How can you go even deeper? Sometimes we're just like, okay, I'm comfortable. And it happened in my business too. I built six figures. I'm like, oh, this is good. This is great. Money keeps coming. And I didn't want to like, I don't want to say like jinx it, but you know, like, I'm like, oh, I don't have to do anything else. I don't have to do anymore. And then I'm like, no, that means that I'm not impacting as many people as I could. So Petya had to slap her own face. It's like, no, stop being comfortable. Stop settling for the good. So you see, like we all go through those phases. So definitely, absolutely not. You don't need the rock bottom. Just check in with yourself to be really honest. Like, am I living a life that I'm excited to wake up to? And if not, and, and listen, we all have those ebbs and flows. I have days I don't want to be adulting. I have months that I didn't want to be adulting. Actually, these first four months of this year, they were challenging for me because I was like shifting what I'm doing in my business. We have some personal plans with my husband of changing. We're planning family. We chose to have kids. So we are planning family this year. So all those things were big changes and it freaked me out. Can I do that? I love my business. I love my life. Do I really want to do this? You know, then when you decide, yes, I want to do it, then it's like completely whole new level. How will I do that? How will I structure my business? I love doing life events. So four months, I didn't want to be adulting. I disconnected energetically from my business. Thank God I have my team who was like, it was just like on a maintenance, you know, so we yes. were not growing. And then in May, like, I'm back. I can do it. I'm powerful. I always figure it out. I will figure it out again. It's like stepping back into the fate, stepping back into the trust. But we all have those moments. It can last a day, moments. It can last months. So give yourself permission and don't say that you have a bad life because you had a bad day or, you know, not fulfilling month. But be really honest with yourself. That's like the most important thing. Forget about what to say to others. How do you feel? How do you see your life? 
Mm, so, so good. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful that we connected. And just a shout out to my client, Annie, who ended up connecting us because she's like, you, when I reached out to you, because my client, Annie, reached out to me, she's like, you need to connect with her. And then we got connected through that. So shout out to Annie for connecting us, because this is just a beautiful connection. And I know we have so many mutual friends on social media. And I'm, I'm always so glad when I can connect with people who just get it and you get it and your community gets it. And you guys be sure to go follow Pitya. Um, tell everyone where you're at and what you do and how they can work with you or be a part of your events and just listen to your podcast and all the things, girl. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the recognition. I receive it. And I absolutely love it too. You know, when these like connections happen, like naturally, spontaneously, like I'm so happy it did. So I'm super thankful we connected. My favorite place really to hang out. It's Instagram. That's where I am, you know, and you will put it in the show notes because like I said, nobody can pronounce my name. It's just <laughs> Petya Kolebova, you know, and then my podcast, Unapologetically Abundant, where we just recorded absolutely amazing, super valuable, you know, podcast podcast episode with Christina. So you guys get to listen to that too. It was beautiful, amazing and powerful and life-changing. And those are the two places that I really love hanging out. And what I do like you, I'm changing lives. And some people just got to hear it from different people, different perspective, different accents, right? <laughs> but we're teaching the same thing, how to be truly you and, and, you know, monetize it. It's beautiful when we can create that freedom and live in our purpose. I have a client who is very, very, very deeply in her faith. And I remember the first time when she told me, I'm so thankful for you that you were walking in your purpose because it helps me to walk in mine. Mm-hmm. And and it is so beautiful. So Christina, thank you for everything you're doing. It's so life-giving. Amen, sister. You too. Thank you again. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that'll help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.